June 28th, 12.41 a.m. I'm Matthew Stein. This is the Procrastinating Podcast, episode 45. I had a wild weekend, you know, a lot of people, a lot of fun, some not-so-fun moments, a overall good time, but a lot of people, very stressful, we'll get into it. Roll the intro! Welcome back to the Procrastinated Podcast, episode 45. It is currently Sunday, nope, Monday of late June, 2021. Man. I'm your host, Matthew Stein. As always, thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoy the show, like it, subscribe, who cares? Do all that good stuff. You know, the stuff, the stuff. So, this week uh, was a pretty good week. I kind of feel like I start every episode with like about the same sentence. Just like some different variation of the sentence. But... This week, I finished last week's episode wanting to do better this week and wanting to make progress and grow a little bit. I think that's what I said. I wanted to grow a little bit and make forward progress. And I would say I've definitely done that. So this week I filled the prescription. I met with this guy who I've met through Butler. He's he's alumni of Butler. I sat in on his radio show. Hi. I didn't realize you were filming. I am. Can I come sit? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. It's my birthday, assholes. <laughs> I made chicken noodle soup and crackers. <laughs> Continue. Continue. So, it was a wild weekend. Uh, a good weekend. Like I said, I want to make progress. I, I went to that radio show. That was good. And then Midsummer took over. Midsummer's was an event here at Butler. And along with Midsummer was my good friend Jenna Hadley's birthday, who just made an appearance on the podcast, and she's going to be watching the whole episode. Probably will pop in for some comments here and there, but we'll see. Uh, a good weekend. Overwhelming weekend, for sure. A lot of things happened. A lot, like, a lot of, like I said, in the intro, a lot of good, a couple bad, but overall pretty positive. Oh, boy. Wild weekend. So, earlier this week, I, I've tried to focus on making progress in my life, like trying to be a good adult and get things done. Be a good adult and get things done. And I did that by filling my prescription for uh, uh, at CVS, your local CVS, where you fill prescriptions. And that was a definitely a good start, or a start in the right direction. I didn't do it until about the middle of the week, so it didn't help me out that much, but I did it, and that's what's important. I only took my medicine on Thursday, but there was definitely an impact. I, I was much more focused on working on my projects during my internship, and that's exactly what I needed, and it was very helpful. Another part of growing and making progress is uh, making professional connections, because this coming year is my senior year, so while it is daunting and scary, I do need to be making professional contacts, building relationships, places with people that I can potentially get jobs at, because that's coming up next for me, which is... Kind of ridiculous, but we're we're getting there, I guess. I'm gonna I'm guess I'm growing up. I don't know. I turned 21 a week or so ago, 
So I think I'm growing up. It doesn't feel like it, but I, I guess my my the my the age of or the, the 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 number of my age is getting higher, and I normally that coincides with growing up, but it doesn't feel like it. We'll see if we ever get there, but who knows. So with filling my prescription and going to that radio show, or I guess I need to describe how I met this guy. So I went to this radio show with this guy Brendan King. He has his own show, The Brendan King Show, on Spotify and I think other places that you can listen to it. He went to Butler as well. He graduated in 2017. He's a really cool guy. I met him through the Butler and C, the Butler CCOM alumni student mentorship kind of program, where uh, I just had to apply and they 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 hooked me up with some Butler alum who is in the similar field that I'm working in. Is he your mentor? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Scott Brown did a good job. Yeah. Uh, so the mentor program, you get paired up with somebody that is like in the field you want to go to go into and has similar interests of the kind of things that you do. And he works for a company called MS Communication in Indianapolis. If you care about that, it's a big communications company. They would do a whole bunch of radio shows and different things. Uh, but it was a good time, actually. So I've, I've told you guys about my previous previous experience like with production companies and doing baseball tournaments and stuff. Also, I've done play-by-play for, for Butler and everything. But to get sit, in, sit on a radio show, this is the first time I did that. And it was kind of interesting. A radio show, it's kind of just like... Uh, I don't know. It's a pod, Radio is basically just like what podcasting used to be. Podcasting is now what radio... It's just a new form of radio. So I was like wondering when, when I was going there, I was wondering like, how is he going to keep talking for three hours? Cause the show's from nine to 12 at night, Friday and Saturday. I was, how is he going to fill three hours? Obviously you plan a lot and have your whole rundown and everything. And then you're, you like, you have your talking points, but just that's so much time, but it just turned into a, what you kind of expect. Just basic interview questions asking, well, coach, how'd you feel about uh, your season? Well, this guy, uh, he he had a big impact. Are you looking forward to having him back next year? Kind of your basic questions. Not literally a lot of pressing. Like, I mean, I don't know what pressing questions you can ask on a late night radio show, but it's kind of just what you'd expect from a radio talk show. But it was good to, to sit down in on it and actually see what it was like because there's a good chance maybe I'll be doing that in the future. Maybe I won't. Who knows? But at least I got a taste of it, so I know what it was like. So that was that was good. Um, I want to thank Brendan. I don't. He doesn't listen to my podcast, but I want to, I want to thank him for giving me the opportunity to come sit in on the show. It was good, and it also helped my brain getting more into that making professional connections, making those like meeting people. Because since I've been down here this summer, part of me has been a little bit scared about meeting professional people, just because it, it can be daunting. But uh, doing it and actually getting, making a step forward reminded me that like I'm me, I can do these things, I can talk to people, I can build relationships very easily. You just gotta actually do it, which is the hardest part. But it's really not that actual hard once you do it. So, following that radio show, I came back to Butler and I met with my friend Jenna Hadley, who, as I mentioned, is uh, sitting listening to this podcast, and we. Decided to take on Midsummer, or start to take on Midsummer. So Midsummer is an event here at Butler University. It happens every summer, obviously, and about in the middle of the summer. Last week of June. Last. last yeah, last week. Last full weekend of June, and uh, you know, it was a wild time. It started on. It really started on Saturday, 
but there were there were things going on on Friday. Saturday's really the only like it's like the main event. Thursday night there's probably a few things going on. Friday night there's more things going on. But anyways, yeah, it's an event at Butler, a summer event, just basically to bring all your friends together and get really messed up and have a good time. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Typical college extravaganza kind of deal. So Jen and I decided to attack uh, Midsummer and see what it had for us, I had in store for us on Friday night, and we got up to something. I wore a sweatshirt or a sweater uh, to out to the party. That was quickly a mistake. Had to take that off. That came back around later in the night. It became quite of a, a wild goose chase. But we just were at the normal house party, living it up. Saw people we knew. I saw this girl that I had a class with, uh, and I actually helped her pass the class. She had an F, and I helped her bring it up to, I think, a B or a C. So that's good. It really was my first time at a party since COVID, like a real, real, real party. Like I've been to a bar for my 21st, and I think I've been to like other parties around, but like my first like college party, it was my first one since COVID, and it was... Yeah, it was kind of whack, honestly. <laughs> it was. I was expecting a lot more than what we we got into. Typically, when you go to a house party and you get into the basement, it's like a full rager, or at least like there's some we'll say thought shit going on. Thought <laughs> shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe some girls like you know throwing some cheeks around. Maybe guys trying to be a little sneaky and weird. Oh, even though that's kind of a constant. You don't even need a basement for that. Guys are just kind of creepy and weird in general. But uh, Jen and I at one point were dancing on top of. Uh, like it was a two layer, a, a futon maybe or like two layers of couch cushions, like two layers of these kind of cushions, it was a, just stacked on top of each other with a thick piece of plywood on top. Uh, kind of sketchy for a bunch of drunk people to stand on, but we were going off though. Yeah, we we were setting the tone for the party. Realistically, at one point I think we were the only two people in the whole place dancing because everybody else was talking about uh, daddy's money or something. I don't know, um, but it was just. A unique experience, I guess, getting back in the swing of things. They had some, like, birthday cake jello shots or birthday cake shots or whatever. I didn't try any of them. Apparently, they were t awful. Jenna tried one, said I they were were very good. Never know who to trust. I don't have much else to say about this party. But later in the night, towards the end, it got a little interesting. I, as I mentioned, the sweater came back around. So I left with that girl. We went to play basketball. Uh... And then we came back. I'm trying to remember what happened. Um, I don't know. I think from there we went to her house to rally. Uh, amongst other things. And we came back. Oh, no, no. Okay, so yeah. I went to her house just to like drink some water or something. Uh, and uh, then Jenna FaceTimed me. And Jenna was not looking how she was looking last time I saw her. We'll say that. I got a FaceTime from her, and uh, it was it was waterworks. She was stressed out, angry, sad, uh, a mix of emotions. Just slapped a motherfucker in the face. Yes, may have just slapped somebody in the face. I had to go do some damage control, you know, as you do. And I came back for about 35 seconds, made one joke, and Jenna stopped crying and realized <laughs> it wasn't really a big deal at all. And, and, and we moved on with our night. It was kind of, it was what you hope when you visit a drunk person who is upset. 
and uh, I guess I just worked my magic. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's me or if it's Jenna, but after this, since Jenna was back, fuck. So I saved the day as per usual, did my thing, and then what happened? Oh, I had to go on a wild goose chase for my freaking sweater. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Maybe there's a picture of it on screen. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe not. Uh, but it's a really cool like Sesame Street uh, collab with a streetwear brand. Uh, I got a, actually got a, quite a few compliments on it for the five minutes that I did wear it. It's a very popular clothing item that I have. Uh, I tried so you, to steal it for me. <laughs> Jenna tried to steal it for me, and in the midst of that chaos of trying to steal it for me. She ended up getting to a situation where uh, she was a little, let's say, resistant. Uh, wanted to get my sweater, also didn't want to be told what to do. And eventually started getting a little bit of a spat with a guy that we know, uh, who neither of us are particularly big fan of. I don't have really any enemies at all, uh, but if I were to say, if I were to pick somebody to be an enemy, he would be the number one pick, we'll say that. He is the number one overall draft pick. And Jenna... Uh, being Jenna, managed to get herself into a situation where he, uh, she slapped him right across the face. Uh, like, really, like, good contact. Not, like, incredibly hard, but solid contact. Definitely a line drive into the outfield. And I saw a video. <laughs> this girl, who was just an innocent bystander, was still around in the house when I went back to look for my sweater. And she showed me the video. She and typing me up. I must say, I was very... It was very satisfying to see. I, I very much enjoyed it. I wish I could have joined in on the slap a little bit, but you can't. And but at least I got to see the video. And uh, yeah, it was it was good. And that kind of rounded out the night. I ended up hanging out with that girl uh, from my class a little bit, and uh, we've got, I guess move on to Saturday. And I make the walk of shame, but I didn't score any touchdowns. So I just kind of wandered along the knoll, as you'll call it. It's a grassy street here at Butler. And, uh, oh, I just heard music around me. I eventually made my way back. It was like 10 in the morning. I passed out till noon, even though people, some people for midsummer, like, wake up ridiculously early for no reason at all. Like, uh, some people I know woke up at like 8 a.m. to get started doing kegs and eggs I think maybe just I I don't understand why you want to do that I woke up at noon and I had to take a nap in the middle of the day I had to regroup I had to like center myself because I couldn't go all day long granted I'm not the biggest partier or drinker or whatever 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 but still dude oh my god it was a long 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 ass day and my day started at noon that's how long it was oh boy uh, we woke up at noon, had a slip and slide. What was something interesting? <laughs> One of my favorite uh, memories from the weekend came shortly after we were about to go join the rest of the party on the knoll. I kind of hate saying the knoll. It sounds so lame. It's a, a dumb butler term, but like it, it's the old, it's what the area is known as, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. But while we were about to leave to go join the party, this guy walked across the street in front of our house and literally stepped in a hole and got stuck in said hole for a minute, maybe? Like, he was just walking across the street just with his buddies and got his foot stuck in the hole. He was wearing Jordans too, and he was genuinely stuck in a hole for 30 seconds to a minute. It was honestly really funny, but nobody was really laughing, even though he wasn't hurt or anything. 
I don't know if that really stood out to me though. I kind of got to spend time with all my friends group this weekend. It was really pretty, it was a good time. I got a mix of everything. Uh, once we visited the parties, I got to see my friends from last year or two years ago. Last year, my friends, they're just my friends, but that was when we were like especially close in my sophomore year. And we went to one of their houses, kind of hung out in their garage, had a good time, just chilled. Didn't really catch up because like on a day, like event like Midsummer, you don't really catch up. You kind of just exist around each other and then go on and, and go with the wind. But it was good to see everybody. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm not adding any any anything interesting. You talk about surprising me with Tanner. Yeah. So another part of the day before we get to Jenna's party, which is dominates the evening, was bringing the birthday birthday girl back to life because she had a dramatic night, we'll call it. So she needed a little bit of a recharge, and uh, she was laying in bed till about like two p.m. I think. Uh, and our friend Tanner Mortimer, who was supposed to be the guest on this week's podcast, but, uh, I was not up for it this morning and he had to go home early. So it just didn't happen. Unfortunately, he actually left his hat in this garage, but he is a very special person at Butler. He went to school here freshman year and then disappeared, but he's friends with a lot of, a lot of people. He kind of just can go anywhere and talk to anybody and people know him. And people enjoy seeing him because he just dips in for events and then pieces out because he doesn't go to school here, obviously, anymore. He goes to Iowa now. But he's a very special person to Jenna. So I knew there was one way or there's a couple ways we could get the birthday girl out of bed. But there was definitely one way we could get, get her out of bed. And that was bringing Tanner Mortimer. So uh, we were very sneaky about it. I first walked into the door saying, hey, just to see how the bear would respond to a poke. Luckily, it was not a mighty roar, but rather a hi, just as you'd expect from a sleepy, sleepy gal. And then Tanner bumped his head in the door, and she went, oh, Tanner, and expressed her love and adoration for Tanner being there. And I knew Tanner was, like, maybe the only person that she would be genuinely excited to see and jump out of bed for. Uh, and it worked out beautifully, honestly. We kind of pulled off the secret agent mission kind of wonderfully, and the girl, birthday girl ended up joining us. There was a fear that she would um, uh, have too good of a time and would ruin her birthday party, but she behaved and ended up setting us up well for her birthday party later in the day. I took a midday nap to recharge because, oh boy, did I need it. And then came the evening and we made our way to Jenna's birthday party. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. But, huh. <laughs> Yikes. Definitely just got that on camera, too. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Damn, that, that hurts. Yeah, for real. So, Jenna's birthday party. It was in the evening of Saturday. So, I took that evening nap, as, we men or as I mentioned. And... Going into Jenna's birthday party, I was very nervous just about the the, the mix of people that were going to be there. So, obviously, it's going to be a bunch of people that Jenna knows. And, of course, since Jenna are very good friends, there's a lot of overlap in our friends groups. And I just knew going into it that there was going to be a weird mix of people. We also, going, going into it, hyped it up way more than it actually turned out to be. Because Jenna invited 80 people to show up to her party. And... I, 
Luckily, thank the Lord, not that many people showed up. Uh, but we did hype it up that way, so I felt kind of goofy when not that many people showed up. Like, How we were, many people do you think showed up? I would say... 40? Yeah, probably 40 or 50 over the span of yeah. the three or four hours, however long the party went on. 20 constant. Yeah, yeah, 15, 10 to 20 constant throughout, which was which is like the right number of people. Yeah. Like There was enough people to be in every room, uh, enough to, to like meet new people if you wanted to, or just to talk to people that you knew. It, it worked out. It was honestly, it was kind of perfect because I didn't want it to be a rager and I didn't fully expect it to be, but I was kind of afraid it might be. But the it, it kind of turned out well with the amount of people that showed up and the, like the groups of people that I was I was afraid of being there. Uh, I got very overwhelmed at the beginning of the party. Just, it was a mixture of being tired, uh, already, I guess already being a long day, but that's kind of being tired, being a little tipsy. Uh, being a little anxious, already having the people that I know there, like my friend Angela, who I went to high school with me, uh, and, and her and Jenna met a couple weeks ago. She was invited to the party as well. She showed up early, and then quickly, <laughs> quickly at the beginning of the party, we don't need to get into the details here, of course, but quickly at the beginning of the party, what I feared about who was going to show up in the cast of the party, uh, the people that I was afraid of that were going to be there at the same time were there at the same time. And it wasn't a big deal. There was no drama or anything, but I created the drama within my own head. Because that's what you do. You know, you overthink things. You stretch yourself out. You make things to be bigger in your head than they actually are. And I, I just like, it was so hard for me to focus on one thing. I kept bouncing around from person to person or group to group just trying to... I don't know, avoid thinking about what was giving me stress. And without getting into too much detail, because we can't, um, we'll say the, the drama of my experience at the party kind of revolved around what I call these pillars of love in my life. And they're, they're assortment of wonderful women that I know uh, that have struck a chord in my heart and have made an impact on me. And several of them were in the same room and that's what made it stressful for me. Uh, it's also funny because the different, like with the, the pillars, I respond differently to each, each of them in so different ways. Like one of them will drive me to be very anxious and overthink everything and throw, make Matthew B. Stein, not Matthew B. Stein. Whereas one of them I have known for an extended period of time and I'm very comfortable around and I can talk to her about kind of anything whether it's school, whatever else, whatever else. And then there's another girl that just kind of, we get along. We just like connect really genuinely. So the, the, that plus having extra people in the house, plus like having the birthday, actual birthday party, having the birthday girl and everything, it became very overwhelming for Matthew Stein. It, even though it didn't actually end up being that big of a deal, honestly. It was kind of a non-issue. But like I said, it was all in my head. But it ended up being a really good time, a really good party. It ended up very successful. It ended at about 3 a.m. That's when I finally got to bed. Uh, anything else in my notes to really add to that? I Not danced, really. I danced a long time. Jenna had a, had a big... Jenna had a good time, and that was really kind of the goal. Obviously, it's her party, so you want her to have a good time. She saw a lot of the people that she loved. Um, not all of them, because, you know, always fake friends. But... Yeah, uh, fuck you guys, <laughs> you didn't come. 
but it was it was a good time. It was a really good party. Uh, kind of capped off the weekend in a way, and then today, this past this past fifteen hours ish, 14, 12, 11 hours, it's has been a marathon, a movie marathon here at. 40, though, I'm not going to put my address on the internet. Uh, <laughs> even though tw- even though 12 people watch this podcast, don't want to put my address on the internet, I guess. Uh, we shot a movie marathon all day. Uh, the birthday girl, because she uh, can't sit in one place, <laughs> did not join the movie marathon, but... It was fun to kind of chill. I bounced in and out of the movies. I, could, I didn't want to sit and watch the whole thing, so I've seen the Harry Potter movies, so like... It was somewhat review, but still great movies, and I, I uh, it was a good recovery day. We'll say that. Uh, I got away with two free meals. I think I owe people for those meals, but I haven't been contacted yet, so we're going to keep going until I have to pay for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Jenna's party. Hyped up. Oh, yeah. We hyped up to be Project X. It was like Project A. It wasn't really. <laughs> it was like Project D. Yeah, Project D is fair. It wasn't Project A because there were people there. But it was just a good, solid party, I guess. Yeah. It worked out kind of the way you wanted to. I also met some some people that I have heard about that I hadn't met in person. Um, I, I met them. That was cool, like friends of friends. I also met new people. <gasps> I can't believe I almost forgot this. I also, my parents will be glad to hear this because they're 20% of the audience. Uh <laughs> I got a job. Well, kinda. I got a job through Jenna's party. So her friend, and she's just now learning about the actual details of this as well, but she works at a place called Just Pop In in Broad Ripple. I said that weird. I say that weird sometimes. I always, the the cadence of it, I say it weird. Her friend, the kitchen manager at her restaurant, Patrick, was invited to the party and we hung out and we talked and he said, I can work there starting tomorrow if I really wanted to. And also said I can work any amount of hours I want to, any amount of hours I want to. So I wanted to work one shift, I could do that. He also said if I wanted to work 40 hours a week, he would schedule me for 40 hours a week. So it's kind of a perfect situation. He's also a really cool guy. We had a good time. I met some of his, his roommates as well. And shout out that whole house. They are they're awesome. Shout out Patrick and the gang. Patrick they are and the gang. They we were actually out here in the garage for a while, and they said this would be a really good place to film a podcast. You know, this would be like. Really good atmosphere for podcasts. You got the brick wall. Be good for a podcast. And I said, funny enough, I actually have a podcast. But I always feel weird telling you I have a podcast. Like, in a way, I feel like I'm bragging. But, like, literally any person on God's green earth can start a podcast and talk about anything and say they have a podcast. So, it's not, like, that much of a claim. But I also try and downplay it. It's a complicated thing in my head. I have somewhat of imposter syndrome about it, but also, like, I know I have a 12-person audience, so, like, what is there to brag about? Nothing. Uh, Shut up. It's See, exactly. And then Jenna says things like that, so, like, it's kind of a, a difficult matrix to navigate. But it continues to be a good experience, and I'm enjoying it, and I've met, or I've told people about it, uh, things and words and, and stuff about my podcast. The way I look at it She's not in the shot at all, but... I'm about to get in it. Is that Matthew has found something that he can do every week and he holds himself accountable for doing it and making sure that it gets out every Tuesday and it's something you enjoy and it Correct. gets your mind off things. Correct. And I'm very proud of him. Fuck yeah. You have a podcast. I can't say I have a podcast. That's true. Okay, that's true. But yeah. 
If anybody shits on his podcast, I will shit on you. So fuck <laughs> off. I don't. She's she's cussing up a storm and trying to get this a family fan, family friendly bro, family friendly broadcast. But you guys, family, you know I love you. It's also her twenty first birthday, so I guess she gets a pass for the day. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do I have anything else I want to add? Basically, this past week I made progress in being more productive and being more adult. Got a job as well, potentially. Made a professional connection, not really. Built professional, built on a professional relationship. Filled my prescription. Gonna get a haircut probably tomorrow. Mullet. Yeah, oh, I didn't touch on that. I almost got a mullet this weekend as well because some girl that was staying at her house said she was into mullets and then it became a conversation. But nobody had hair clippers, so it didn't happen. So I'm just keeping the mop for now, but it's gonna get cut hopefully tomorrow. Looking up for this next week, hopefully by the end of this week, I'll have worked a, shot, a shift at Just Pop In. I need Jenna to give me um, the phone number to her coworker, Patrick, and I will contact him and hopefully get some shifts, at least one or two this week, just to get acquainted. And also to get my parents off my gosh dang back. They need to stop breathing down my neck, even though they're honestly not really. They've let me get, they've let me get away with a lot during my whole life and during the summer, but... Uh, They'll, they'll finally be able to, to take a breath. Uh, but, I don't know. Looking forward to this next week. Hopefully I'll do that. Have a haircut. Take my meds. Get more, more things done. Hopefully make some one professional connection this week. Yeah, I think I need to start setting more concrete goals for myself. I also just think I should get a whiteboard. I also need to just finish buying the stuff for my room. That would probably help me get more in the direct, like, moving forward mindset. Also may have a couch in my living room by the end of this week. So maybe next week's episode will be in my, in my actual room instead of in the garage. We'll see. That is it, I guess, for episode 44 of the Procrastinated Podcast. Michael Jordan, Donald Trump, some famous 45s. I said 44. Episode 45. Uh... It's Jenna Hadley's 21st birthday. We're going to go to the bars tonight. Yeah, get our drink on. Get white girl wasted. Probably not, but we will drink some bevs and enjoy the day. I hope that you guys have an absolutely wonderful week. I have been your host, Matthew Bustine, as always. You've been fantastic, as always. And I'll see you next Tuesday. With next week's episode of the Procrastinated Podcast, you know the deal. Episode 45 of the Procrastinated Podcast is no more. Bye.